Did you guys notice who was a writer of the gospel according to? Did you guys pick that up? It wasn't Luke. You have three guesses left. <laughs> Matthew. So happy new year. Happy new year. We just started a new year in the church. Um, Advent is the beginning of the new liturgical year. So we just switched from year C to year A. So this entire year we'll hear from the gospel of Matthew now. And we just got done uh, with year C, which was all of Luke. John doesn't have his own year. That might be a question in your head. Why doesn't John have his own year? Um, John is what we use during uh, Lent. John's gospel is the Lent season and the Easter season has a lot of John in it. Um, So that's why the three synoptic synoptic gospels have their year. And then John is used um, during that time of the year. All right, a few weeks ago we talked about imagination. Now we're going to use it. Close your eyes. Picture the darkest place you've ever been, physically darkest place you've ever been. The physically most darkest place you've ever been. And then imagine a light coming into that. Maybe you flipped on a light. Maybe somebody else had a flashlight. And that light and what it did to your eyes. And all of a sudden you were able to perceive what was in front of you again. The darkest place, or here, even a better. Anyone ever stubbed their toe in the dark? And then wondered, why didn't I just turn on the light? Yeah, that happens. Why didn't I just turn on the light? Or knock something over in the dark, and you're like, shoot, I should have just turned on the light. Why didn't I? The darkest place that I've ever been is Niagara or Cave, Mammoth Cave in Kentucky. And in the cave tour, when you're walking on the path, they, they turn off the lights on you. They give you a heads up, but they say, don't move at all. Stay where you are, and we're going to turn off all the lights. We're at the deepest, darkest point of the cave, so there is no sunlight. And they turned off all the man-made light. And there was no difference between your eyes closed and your eyes open. That's how dark it was. And your eyes and your mind starts freaking out because you have nothing to focus on. You have no way of using your sight. Light is necessary in order to see. That was the darkest point that I've ever been physically. Now this is the next more personal question and only you can answer this. What's the most darkest moment you've had emotionally? Or spiritually, or life. And then imagine somebody coming into that and saying, I love you. Have hope. Have faith. It'll get better. It'll change. And even if it doesn't, I'm going to be with you. Today, that first reading and that second reading, all are talking about light. 
So for the Old Testament, for this prophet Isaiah, from the book of the prophet Isaiah, he's saying to Israel, essentially, there's going to be a day in which everyone flocks to you. There's going to be no more. They shall beat their swords into plowshares, their spears into pruning hooks. The nation will not rise its, raise its sword against another, nor shall they train for war again. Many people shall come say, Come, let us climb the Lord's mountains to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we, we may walk in his paths. Isaiah is shooting this vision out where the world is in complete unity. Walking a path of love, of faith, of hope. Let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us learn his ways. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do that? Simply put, sin. Sin came into our lives, back with Adam and Eve, our collective life. Personal sin and personal sin adds to social sin, and then social sin adds to everything that we know on the news, basically. So sin. So did God do something about sin? Sin is this darkness. Did God do something about this for Israel? The answer, yes. He came as a light shining in the darkness. Or the second reading from St. Paul to the Romans. Let us throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of life and conduct yourself properly as in the day. Imagine in that darkest, deepest point, emotionally, physically, if all of a sudden you were light. You had an armor of light. You could not radiate light. What is light? Faith, hope, and love. In a fallen world, faith, hope, and love is the brightest light you can be. Authentic love, self-sacrificing love. Faith in Jesus. Hope in that he's redeemed the world. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the desires of the flesh. That's what we are starting today in this season of Advent. To know our darkness and to say, I need light. And Jesus is light. Not only that, he is light himself. God from God, light from light, true God from true God. A candle by lighting another candle does not lose anything of the other candle. By reaching out in faith, we don't lose any of our own faith. By reaching out in hope, we don't lose any of our own hope. By reaching out in love, we don't lose any of our own love. And Jesus ultimately reaching out to us during this Advent season 
saying, I want you. I'm coming to save you from your brokenness. And this is a big question, and we have right now to answer it and all the four weeks to answer it. Will you let me? Simply, will you let me? I can do it. I'm God. But will you let me? And will you walk in my paths after you let me? And will you show that path to the world? So too you must be prepared, for at an hour you do not expect, the Son of Man will come. Jesus is, of course, referring to himself as the Son of Man. When I come in a second glory, when I come in all my glory, what house did he break into? Jesus here is the thief, by the way. Huh, Jesus is a thief. What house did he break into? The world. Who's the, not the king of the world, but who's the lord of the world, the evil one? Jesus doesn't actually argue with him when he's being tempted. I have all the kingdoms of the earth, and the Lord doesn't, doesn't say, oh, no, by the way, I do. He goes, he doesn't even answer that question. So Satan somehow has rule, has sway over this world. And what does Jesus say? He would have stayed up all night if he knew Jesus was coming to destroy him, to set his people free, God's people free, so that you and I don't have to be wrapped up in sin or in death, which is an ending of sin, or sin, the logical end of sin is death. So choose life. Jesus gives us this, the church gives us this season here of Lent, of Advent, sorry, of Advent. To know our darkness, and to know that it doesn't have to be pitch black. It actually can be as bright but darkness is dark for God. Jesus, who is light. During this time of Advent, let us await. Await the light. We live in the not yet, but the almost. This Jesus has redeemed the world, but yet, but he has. But he has. Follow in that path, taking Jesus, food for the journey, in the Eucharist, his body, blood, soul, and divinity, to say, I accept your love, your faith, your hope. Help me to be a sign of that in the world.